0: To JWF Monday Night Ignition, I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined, as always, by the man who's getting ready to go to heck in just a few short weeks. It is Captain Tim.
1: Absolutely, Sills. I hope you feel the fire licking at your boots, because it's coming. Hell is on its way at heck in a sec.
0: That's right, an absolutely epic pay-per-view on the way from JWF. And we already know a few matches. We know that your son, Chuck Tibbs, for the first time, is going to step into a one-on-one heck-in-a-sec match in an attempt to win back his JWF championship against the man known as Guy Fieri.
1: It's going to be a banger of a match, Sills. Of course, Chuck, Chuck, who wants this more than anything but still has yet to prove himself against Guy Fieri. The man... Who took that title away from him, but also took away Momoa Curry's right to challenge for it ever again?
0: That's right. In addition to that, we've got an epic four-on-four elimination match. The Hammer Sons, our tag team champions, joining forces with the VWO to take on the team known as Hard Americans. Tips.
1: Come on, Sills. Do I even need to say anything? I need. I need to save my strength for the pay-per-view on that one.
0: That's right, and in addition, if he manages to come out of tonight's ladder match victorious, we will see Danny Roanoke face off against Hollywood Hulcher in that vicious heck-and-a-sex structure. But before we can get to that, Tibbs, I want to get to this opening match. One of the most dominant forces we have ever seen in the JWF, Robert Hill taking on an absolute beast in the form of coach james and of course this match was made after last week after robert hill assaulted coach's tag team partner david jenkins in the back coach didn't take kindly to that and challenged him to this
1: match this week right sales and this might be the first time we get to see a legitimate challenge for robert hill coach james He's a big man, and he's also a veteran big man. So seeing him go up against this greenhorn, Robert Hill, you're going to see a collision. That's right, and you can see that monster, the king of the hill
0: himself, coming out to the ring right now, looking poised and ready to continue his undefeated streak. But, oh, my God, what the hell? From out of nowhere. David Jenkins, the man Robert assaulted last week, coming from out of nowhere. And, oh, my God, just bashing Robert over the head with that steel chair. A vicious shot. But, Tibbs, look at this. Robert Hill not going down. Robert Hill is standing. He's basically wearing that damn chair like a
1: necklace at this point. Sills, I... I told you. I, I I don't know that I would have expected the attack from Honey Mustard, but the fact that Hill has just shrugged it off like it was nothing is bonkers. That's
0: right. And you see him grabbing Honey Mustard by his neck. Maybe a repeat of that beatdown last week. But Coach James, Coach James comes from behind. Coach James leveling Robert Hill, beating him down, and we have got an absolute hoss fight going on outside of the ring right now.
1: All right, Sills. let's have it. Ring that bell, Shibby.
0: That's right. Coach James wisely grabbing Robert Hill after sending him into our steel steps and throwing him into the ring. And look at this. Coach James screaming at Shibata, demanding that bell be rung. Shibata calling for it, and it looks like Coach James looking to end things early, picking up Robert for the detention death Drop that fireman's carry slam. But no. Robert reverses. Robert reverses. Gas slider from out of nowhere. And he pins Coach James. One, two, three. And Tibbs, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Robert Hill doesn't get paid by the hour. But look at this. He's rolling out to the outside of the ring. Picking up that broken chair. And has now just beat the living hell out of Coach James with it. Robert Hill has snapped.
1: Oh, you're right, Sills. So that attack from Honey Mustard—it looks like it only angered him, and now, now Robert Hill's just taking it all out on the coach.
0: That is right, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes Honey Mustard, Honey Mustard in the ring. And okay, he immediately got gaslit, down onto the chair for his troubles. Tim, at this point, these are two men. This is one of the most elite tag teams the JWF has ever seen, and Robert Hill just left them laying. What the hell?
1: You know what, Sills? I don't know what's going to stop Robert Hill, but it's definitely not going to be coach and friend. And it looks like he's becoming more incensed by the day.
0: That is right, Tibbs. But... I would also like to talk about a team that seemed incensed from from their very outset, and that is the team known as the Hard Americans, created by A.J. Steele just a few short weeks ago. And, Tibbs, it seems to me that the Hard Americans, the team of Sam Adams, Houston Longhorn, A.J. Steele, and, of course, Spider Lockhart, it seems like their entire goal is to destroy the VWO. What do you think?
1: Well, so it's obvious that... uh... Do I have to keep calling them the Hard Americans?
0: It is their team name. I have it right here on the uh, roster (sighs) sheet.
1: It's obvious that the Hard Americans have a chip on their shoulder from the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys' previous encounters with the VWO. They teamed up with AJ Steele, and now they want to retake what is theirs from what they see as a young, up-and-coming generation.
0: That's right. Of course, we know last week the VWO challenging the Hard Americans to a four-on-four elimination match to take place at heck in a sec. But really, a lot of people are asking, wait, who's going to be the third member, or the fourth member, I'm sorry, of the Hard Americans? We know Spider Lockhart, of course, retiring at last year's Summerfest. Well, to no one's shock and no one's surprise, Tibbs, Spider Lockhart's coming out of retirement, joining them for this match. Hooray, I guess
1: I don't know No, no, no no, Not hooray, Sills It's more the same at this point It is just Spider Lockhart being Spider Lockhart That is right And we have sent one of our top
0: interviewers Backstage with Spider To hear what he thinks about Coming out of retirement For like the 50th time Let's have a listen
2: Hello, everybody Honeypot McKing of Carrot Flowers here with a man who's going to be joining the hard Americans in their fight against the VWO at heck in a sec. Spider Lockhart. Now, Spider, you
0: you know something, Honeypot. Oh, buddy, last year, Spider Lockhart, Sam Adams Summerfest 2019, I faced off against my wrestle son himself and he beat me and after that match, honeypot, I swore I was retired. I was done with the sport, hung up the boots. Swore I'd never come out of retirement for nothing.
1: Not a damn thing
0: could ever pull Spider from his well-deserved rest.
2: Um, I'm sorry, Spider. Uh, but correct me if I'm wrong. Did you actually come out of retirement for a match with the Southern Boys at expiration date earlier this
0: year? Well, now, look, you don't get ahead of me now. I swore nothing would bring me back, and then they brought me back. And after that match, after that dominating display, I said, Never fucking again, buddy. I swore I was retired, and I was done taking the limelight away from the wrestle boys that do deserve it. Wrestle boys like the Hard Americans, Houston Longhorn, Sam Adams, A.J. Steele, they deserve the limelight, and I left that match happy, and I said, oh, I said on that day, I looked at myself, and I said, hell,
1: Spider Lockhart, you are done with professional wrestling. Ah, uh, yes, that's all well and good, Spider, but what about the matches you've been wrestling for
2: local promotions in Memphis, Tennessee?
0: Well, okay, hold on now, don't be, don't you be bringing them up, those don't count. What happens in Tennessee stays in Tennessee, you feel me? Let me tell you something, those motherfuckers pay good, too. I'm telling you, a one-off, get a couple bit of merch sales, couple autographs, 8 by 10s buddy. Come out of that baby looking like a millionaire. Look, I'm just saying, in spite Lockhart, don't come out of retirement easily. He comes out for matches of true importance. Matches with real value. Or perhaps matches that pay real damn good in Saudi Arabia. And look, to me, the values of the hard Americans are worth fighting for, buddy. And in heck, it is sick. Spider Lockhart may not be as good as he once was, but he's as good once as he ever was the ding-dang toby keith song baby check him out that's how you know it's true toby says it it's true it's true that the hard americans are walking out of heck in a sec with the big old v baby getting that w that s that stands for success okay Tibbs, i'm just gonna cut him off right there because i feel like he would just keep going if we left him the microphone
1: Yeah, so he's actually probably still back there going, and if he doesn't know that we've cut the cameras, I cannot believe that that bastard is cheating on me with Tennessee. Oh, Tibbs, you know it. Tibbs, you know they all do it, right? You shut your mouth. What?
0: I'm just saying, like, he wasn't wrong. Tennessee, I mean, I'll do commentary up in Tennessee every once in a while. Those motherfuckers pay a lot.
1: Now, says how much do they pay?
0: Well, I I would give you a multiple of what you pay us, but if you multiply zero by anything, it's still going to turn out to be zero. So,
1: more than zero, I will say. Okay, that's good, that's good. Tennessee Tibbs, I'm my people, call your people. (sighs) Love you. Bye. What? Well,
0: now, Tibbs, it's time to move on to our next match, the sixth, the penultimate match in the best of seven series between Danny Roanoke and Hollywood Holcher, a man who has been in a do-or-die situation the last couple weeks. We, of course, know Danny Roanoke earning his three points uh, very early, meaning every single match Hollywood has had since that match, he had to win or else this would be over earlier than we'd
1: think. Very true, Sills. Uh, Holter got lucky during their last match. He was able to cinch in a submission maneuver, get Danny Roanoke to tap out, and now here we are tonight. This match, it could end it all, Sills. If uh, if Roanoke comes out with the win, no match at heck in a sec. We're going to have to find other plans. But if Holter can pull it out, they're going to get their final match that they both deserve. That's right, and if
0: you actually look above the ring, the contract for their match at Heck in a sec is hanging high above. If Danny manages to grab it, he can choose to rip it up, throw it out, no more match. If Hollywood grabs it, he can sign it, and the match will be on. And look at that, the bell going ring. And look at this, Danny Roanoke immediately rushing to the outside to grab a ladder. This is the kind of wise moves we've seen from Roanoke in the past. Get that ladder at the beginning of the match, that way you don't have to worry about it when you're beat down but oh wait a minute he turns around into a springboard drop kick from hollywood Ulter that just sends that ladder crashing into his face hollywood Ulter starting out with some fire
1: that's a double-edged sword of a ladder match sills if you turn your back on your opponent to grab the ladder you better make sure they are down and not coming straight at you with a drop kick that's right. You see Hulcher just throwing the ladder
0: in the ring, but instead of going inside, instead of going after the contract, continues to beat down Roanoke on the outside. And, t- let me tell you something. You were right. Danny may have thought getting that ladder was a wise move, but it ain't going to be wise if Hulcher takes you out before you can use it, as only oh, Justins, Danny crashing into a barricade oh but wait a minute danny danny trying for an arm drag but Holter instead just grabs him irish whips him into our ring post and tip that could crack a jaw break your skull that is some early viciousness from hollywood halter who's just tips what the hell is halter doing he's grabbing that ladder and make some sort of sadistic bridge between the ring and our announce desk what's he thinking
1: so it looks like Holcher wants to put Roanoke down for the count before he even thinks about trying to go up and grab that contract. That's right. Hulcher with some devilish ideas, picking up Danny
0: and putting him on that ladder. Shades of their tables match earlier this year as Hulcher gets up on the apron and... Ooh! was feigning going for the senton, Danny avoids, and then Holter just springboards off that ladder into Danny with a massive crossbody before tossing him over that barricade to the outside tip. Let's remember that match, that tables match. Now, Holcher had a table set up, went for a senton through that table, Danny moved, Holter went crashing through. It looks like Holter is picking up more than one trick from Roanoke in this best-of-seven series
1: very true Sills it looks like Holcher is starting to learn he's starting to take away from his opponent and it looks like he's coming out better for it that's right you see Danny has
0: been tossed over the barricade no one at our ringside area Holcher finally getting the confidence to get into the ring and set up that ladder look. Danny is still struggling to get back to his feet on the outside of the ring area as Holcher just begins to climb that contract in reach at his fingertips but oh my god Roanoke throwing a damn steel chair from outside of the ring directly at the skull of Hollywood halter. I think Hollywood might have just got knocked unconscious.
1: So that is not the way you want to hit somebody with a steel chair. If that's a single point of impact at the side of the chair just caught him in the temple, that could have killed him.
0: That's right. You see Roanoke back in the ring, grabbing that chair and, oh, God, just leveling Holcher with chair shot after chair shot, pulling him down off of that ladder. And, and Roanoke looks furious. I mean, th- this is a type of emotion we have not seen out of Roanoke, a man who uh, who basically says if you come into a match with emotion, you came out as the loser.
1: It looks like somehow Hollywood Hulcher has started to get under the skin of Danny Roanoke. It looks like Roanoke has gone beyond his calculating game, and now he's just letting emotion take control. That's right, and look at this, just wrapping that steel chair around
0: the skull of Holcher, but oh, sends him flying into the turnbuckle, and it looks like the seat of that chair just went straight into Holcher's throat. And now look at this, Danny, thinking his job is done, beginning to climb, but wait a minute, getting off of the ladder. What in the world is Danny Roanoke thinking, taking that ladder, dragging it over, and oh my God, he is pinning Hollywood Holger underneath the ladder. Hollywood Holger is pinned underneath the bottom ring of that ladder. This is horrifying.
1: So it looks like he's trying to keep... Hollywood Holcher down on the ground in one of the the most sadistic ways possible
0: that's right all of that weight Danny Roanoke climbing on the same side that Hollywood Holcher is pinned over that means not only is a ladder underneath him he's he's got all of Danny Roanoke on top of him things look to be over as Danny has that contract in hand just trying to unhook it from it's harness but wait a minute Tibbs look at this the ladder, the ladder is actually moving. The ladder is moving and it's, it's Holter! Hollywood Holter from underneath the ladder is bench pressing up, moving that ladder up from underneath him with his own strength. Oh my God. Pushing it over, sending Roanoke flying. Oh my God. Straight through that ladder bridge. Oh my God. The, the body of Danny Roanoke just snapped that ladder in two.
1: Holy shit! That's
0: right, but wait a minute. Look back in the ring. That contract, that contract is still dangling, but just barely And it. It falls! The contract falls down to the map. Hollywood scrambles for it. Hollywood scrambles. He's got it! He's got it! Hollywood Ultra has the contract, and he is going to hack in a sec! And Tibbs, much like Danny Roanoke proved a few short weeks ago that there's more than one way to escape a cage. Hollywood damn Holcher just proved you don't have to climb a ladder to win a ladder match.
1: Not at all, Sills. That was one of the most impressive displays of strength that I have ever seen in this ring in a long time. That was truly amazing, what Hollywood Holcher just did. And then as if the fates decided for him that contract fell right into his lap
0: that's right and you gotta think that's a little bit of an assist from danny himself danny loosening it while he was up there danny nearly having it in his grasp until getting sent through that ladder bridge and it looks like now officially at heck in a sec we are going to be seeing that titular match as Hollywood Ultra takes on Danny Roanoke to determine which of them will win the best of seven series. And I'm actually getting informed right now, Tibbs, that we are going to have another match at Heck in a Sec. Turns out after that beatdown from Robert Hill earlier tonight, Coach and Friend, Coach and Honey Mustard Jenkins, they did not take too kindly to Robert Hill's actions of late, and that is why they have challenged him to a one-on-two handicap match to take place at the pay-per-view. And look, Robert Hill has been dominant, but he's about to
1: face one of the best tag teams our division has ever seen. Very true, Sills, but if there is going to be any test of Robert Hill's medal, it is going to be putting him against this dominating tag team, a tag team that has worked very well in the past, and, and this tag team that obviously has some type of heat with Robert Hill.
0: That is right. And in addition, as we spoke about earlier, your son Chuck Tibbs stepping into his first ever one-on-one heck-in-a-sec match as he takes on Guy Fieri. But Tibbs, I'll be honest, I don't know if Chuck has it in him. Chuck has been changed recently. Ever since he's won the title, it's almost seemed like his heart has not been in it. He's been more focused on the championship than the wrestling that got him to the big dance.
1: And, Silves, we saw how that's been working out for him. Honestly, if Chuck hopes to win at heck in a sec, he's going to have to pull out the old Chuck, the Chuck that won him the championship, and not the Chuck that he became after having gold around his waist for the first time. That's right, and you gotta think
0: the last time Chuck stepped into the heck in a sex structure, it was only one time. It was a fatal four-way match. In a match like that, you can hang around the outside, trust the other three to beat the hell out of one another. At this point, it's gonna be just Chuck and just Guy Fieri, and in that case, I kind of gotta give the odds to Fieri. He is a bigger brawler, but Chuck does have the intellect behind it.
1: And you got to imagine. The psychological impact of being locked inside that steel structure one-on-one. Only one other person in your entire goal is to destroy them. themselves. That is a lot to weigh on one person's mind.
0: That's right, and we actually have Chuck Tibbs backstage with one of our top interviewers. So why don't we hear what Chuck has to say ahead of his match at Heckin' a Set. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man set to face off against the JWF champion Guy Fieri inside that hellacious heck-in-a-sex structure in just a few short weeks, Chuck Tibbs. Now, look, Chuck, this is your second time stepping inside of that destructive steel cage, your first one-on-one encounter, and I gotta know, what's going through your mind?
2: Well, uh, McDonald, what's going through my mind is taking back what is rightfully mine. <laughs> it's putting right what once went wrong. It is going into the jaws of hell itself to grab my JWF championship and return it to where it deserves to be, around my waist, and me at the top of the company again. Ever since Guy Fieri won that championship, listen, we all felt it. Something's been a little bit off in the JWF. Same thing happened in 2018, when one of guy's old friends, you remember the brunch boy Baron Corbin, when he won that championship? The company just changes when its title is around the waist of somebody who it doesn't belong to. There's a funk going on in the air, and we can all feel it. You can smell when something's wrong, and I'll be honest, it changes the complexion of this entire show and this entire federation. Nobody, nobody takes the JWF seriously when we don't have someone serious as the champion. And right now, that is the unfortunate situation we find ourselves in, McDonald. That's what's on my mind.
0: Well, uh, actually, uh, Chuck, I hate to interrupt, but many people would argue that you're... Actually, the one that doesn't deserve the title. In fact, many people claim that while Guy Fietti worked his way up in the company to get title shot after title shot, you merely lucked your way into it by winning the cash in the bag briefcase.
2: I'm sorry, but what did you just say to me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who my father is? My family built this company out of our own blood, sweat, and tears. I am the JWF. I don't give a damn about how many people Guy Fiedi has beaten. I don't care that he pinned Momoa fucking Curry. I don't care what that man's done in his career because he'll always just be the restaurant guy. And I didn't luck my way into anything. I won the cash-in-the-bag briefcase fair and square. That is what that match is for. Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri's not a man that deserves any type of championship around his waist. He doesn't deserve any gold whatsoever. He's a one-note joke that my father has kept around out of sympathy. And unfortunately for Guy Fieri, Chuck Tibbs didn't exactly inherit his daddy's sympathy. Which is why, at heck in a sec, I'm gonna take Guy Fieri to task and leave him in a puddle of his own blood as I reclaim my JWF championship. Because you know what, McDonald? I'm a goddamn Tibbs, and this is my birthright. To keep that title around my waist, and you tell everybody that I said that!
1: Tim's, your boy's going off the deep end. It's a lot worse than I thought. Real, real bad, Sills. Things are breaking real bad right now. What was that thing you were
0: saying about he needed to be like the old Chuck? I don't think that old Chuck's going to be showing up to heck in a sack, but this unhinged, this violent Chuck tips may just have what it takes to, te- to take out Guy Fieri inside that vicious structure. I'll, I'll give him that.
1: That is very true, Sills. It, it takes a certain level of viciousness to win a heck in a sack match, but sometimes there is such a thing as too much that is right but speaking of a man who can never have too much a man
0: who has wrestled match after match this year the man with not only the most victories but the most matches under his belt this year i want to talk about our jwf captain's champion the man known as the dylan he has issued open challenge after open challenge he has defeated the likes of kazuchika okada Hollywood halter, numerous big names in the professional wrestling industry have stepped up to the Dillon, challenged him for that title, and they have all fell. But one man who was, he was not able to fell was Robert Hill, the man who came out to face him last week. In fact, many thought Robert had that match won until Blake Tanner came out from out of nowhere and assaulted Robert with that steel chair, getting
1: him disqualified you hate to see it Sills that that could have been a crowning moment for Robert Hill it could have led to the fight of the Dillons life but we never got to see the real story we never got to see what would go on in those two uh, with those two in the ring uninterrupted that is right Tibbs but
0: Dillon is back this week and he's claimed to have another announcement something about the future of the JWF captains championship why don't we go out to the ring and hear what the Dillon has to say
3: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the end of the show but you know I couldn't send you all home without you know some well wishes some information some words of wisdom from your world champion now before I do anything else I do want to address Robert Hill now Robert Bobby Bobby boy we had a good batch last week before Blake Tanner threw a temper tantrum and ruined it now you didn't win I didn't lose Which means we have unresolved business at some point and some place in the future. However, that time is not now. So I'm going to need you to find something else to do until you and I can meet up again. Now, on to the future. So as I was trying to talk about last week before Blake interrupted, I actually am teaming up with the local businesses, for charity, and I just, son of a bitch.
0: Well, Tibbs, that's the music of of Ghazi, the nightmare, the man that the Dylan faced at JWF Hangover just a few short weeks ago. What the hell's he doing?
1: I don't know, Stills. He doesn't look like he's out here for a fight. It looks like something's wrong.
4: We need to worry about the future. We need to worry about what's coming next. Because what's coming next is the true higher power is coming to the JWF. With a real higher power, the real master, the one who's commanded me all along is finally coming. And we need to worry about what's going to happen to you. We need to worry about what's going to happen to Blake Tanner. We need to worry about the end of the JWF. Dylan, it makes me laugh when you come out here. Trying to make that title seem important. Raising it high over your shoulder. The real JWF championship. <laughs> it's humorous to us. While you sit and worry about a hunk of junk, I worry about what's truly important. I worry about what really matters. And that is the end times are finally here. To end the j from out of nowhere,
0: Blake Tanner with that same steel chair he assaulted Robert Hill with, beating the living hell out of Gazi, just forcing the nightmare down onto his knees before oh, retaliating with a massive European uppercut, sending Blake flying back onto the stage. Oh, and he takes him down with a Lutez press. Gazi raining shots down onto the skull of Blake Tanner tips. This is one hell of a brawl right here.
1: You're right, Sills. This is one hell of a brawl. Someone give me a microphone. Oh, God, he's getting a Tibbs idea. Hey, 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 all right, stop it. Stop it out there. You're giving me a hurdia. But you're also giving me a great idea. All right, listen. Past few weeks, Blake Tanner goes after the Dylan, the Dylan goes after Gazi, Gazi goes after Blake. It's, it's starting to become a big old headache, all right? One whole big old mishmash whatever. You see, every single time one of you three comes out to the ring, I can smell it. It's right here in the Tibbs' nose. He just knows that the bad blood in the air is gonna overflow week after week after week until you boys all get some release. So how about... We air out all this tension inside one of the most deviously hellacious structures in JWF history. A place where legacies are born and careers are killed. So in two weeks, the Dylan will defend his captain's championship against Blake Tanner and Gauzy inside heck in a sack.
0: Boom! Mic drop, baby! Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we have another match made for the heck and a sec pay-per-view. It is going to be Blake Tanner, Gazi and the Dylan stepping inside the heck and a sec structure and, and Tim. Let me tell you something right now, that is gonna be an absolute
1: bloodbath to watch. Of course, Sills. Did you hear that announcement I made just now? It was a great idea. I can't believe it. it just came to me. I was really tired of watching these three go at it at week after week after week, though. So I, I just had to deal with it. That's right. You see Dylan inside the ring just shrugging, saying,
0: All right, if you want me to fight, I'll fight. And, oh, just hits a D-trigger on Gazi. Then Blake pulls him in, goes for the B sting. But Dylan just punches him in the dick and walks away. Tibbs I'll be honest I think the Dylan may think this match is just going to be a walk in the park but I have seen Blake Tanner inside heck in a sec matches in the past I've seen the kind of viciousness he brings to that particular type of match and as far as Ghazi's concerned I am terrified to see what he can bring when it comes to heck in a sec
1: honestly Sills I can't wait to see it this might just be the biggest challenge that the Dylans had to face so far
0: that is right, Tibbs. And we'll actually hear from the
1: Dylan next week
0: how he reacts to this match stipulation. In addition, we will hear from Danny Roanoke and Hollywood Holcher in an exclusive sit-down interview with myself ahead of their match at that pay-per-view. And in addition, Robert Hill is just saying feed me more at this point because he has challenged bananas in pajamas, Mr. Cash in the bag to a match. I guess he just wants to make a point to coach and friend that it doesn't matter if it's one man, two men, three men. Robert Hill can take him down.
1: We'll have to see if he can live up to it, Sills. I have some pretty high hopes for that guy, though. That is right. But until
0: next time, remember to support the JWF by donating to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS gets you access to exclusive content like older episodes of JWF, Monday Night War, and of course the exclusive series Wrestling History X. But the only place to get it is Patreon.com slash a load
1: of BS. Make sure if you want to hear more JWF, you want to see it every month. Go support us. Go give us some money because we've been hemorrhaging for three years now. That's right. And, of course, also make sure to support us by picking up some
0: merchandise for your favorite JWF superstar at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Whether that be for Tibbs himself, for the VWO, for our tag team champions, the Rising Suns, they all have merchandise available at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. And I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.